versatility to the field with ability. Athletes are working hard, the progression is stressing. People are testing with a passion. It's the smell of the grass and the pain and the action. The focus, the passion, the thought of the plaque and the trophy all made out to your name. It's the money, it's the fame, it's the feeling to get when you're playing in the game. What's the number on your back and the representative name? Sam J playing way back in the day. It's glory, it's going. This is a story. This is Sports Nation. It's been this way for generations. Pro Sports Extras, where I get my information. Athletes with their pursuits and endeavors. Sports will entertain the whole world. It'll be this way forever. And for more of that, we going live to Trevor the Expert. How's it going, guys? Happy Monday. It's October 8th. And, of course, I'm joined with my co-host, AJ. AJ, how's it going, bro? What's going on, Trevor? It's, it, it, it's going. It's going, man. I was hoping we would have had our new intro for the podcast, but it must not have uploaded in time, so we'll have it for next week. Uh, we have a guy from Colorado. His name's Shy Digga. He's uh, kind of a newer rapper. Been around for a couple of years now. Not too well known, but he did the podcast intro for us this past one, and he made a new one for us. So we'll uh, be coming out with that next week. Um, we have an awesome show packed for you. We have an awesome guest coming up. First, we're going to uh, – Let's see here. He's actually calling in right now. So what we're going to do, we're actually going to go over to him right away. You might have known him from Hard Knocks. We have Devin Kajus. How's it going, bro? I'm doing sensational. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for hopping on. Absolutely. All right, man. So my first question, uh, let's go back kind of to your high school days. Did you play any other sports in high school? Yes, I did basketball, track and field. At uh, any point there, did you think that there was maybe a career you could pursue with uh, maybe basketball or track? Um, I did think a little bit of track, definitely not basketball. I just really enjoy that sport, but I knew it wasn't good enough to excel. <laughs> right. To like something um, serious. So, um, so. Right. So at what point did you realize, you know, during high school that, you know, football was what you were pursuing, you know, and what point did you start maybe getting some offers in? It was the end of my junior year, and after getting my first scholarship, I was like, okay, I guess that this this really can be a thing. And But that was the first time I realized, and still even then I didn't believe it, to be honest with you. I was like, ah, this could just be like, a fluke or just a situation where they just need a guy like I'm not that important or special I didn't think very highly of myself at the time right um so Stanford comes along at what point in your like recruiting process did you really realize that Stanford was the college that you were going to attend so when I got that scholarship I didn't know who Stanford was I thought it was a d3 school um, because I've just never heard of the name. I also am such an outdoors person. I only knew about the Ivies. I really didn't know any about anything else outside of that other than Notre Dame and Penn State. So when I went back to my teacher with the scholarship, I asked her, is this a good school? And she gave me detention so that I would do an enormous amount of studying on who Stanford was. And then when I studied <laughs> and found out it was in California and its location and being the number one institution in the country and all that jazz, I was like, okay. I need to take a visit. Right. Let, let's take us take us through our, your first year there, your freshman year. Um, what was it really like, you know, the atmosphere from going from high school to college and just the difference? My high school was pretty small. Um, not as small as I know some other schools are, but it was 900 kids. 
um, the entire thing in my school. My football field was 50 yards by 50 yards with a 200-meter track that looked like a raindrop. So it wasn't very big. <laughs> and then to going to the second largest school in the world at, you know, over 8,000 acres, you just, you know, your world's pretty, it's pretty open right now. So everything was amazing. Going from seasons and cold weather to a constant sunshine state, except for two months, it potentially could be what's considered cold or rainy. So my, I had a huge, like, I guess, weather shock, I would say. So you were at Stanford your entire career. We, you know, we have different guests on. Sometimes they'll hop around different colleges. You were there your entire time. Stat-wise, you know, 2013 and then 2014 was probably your best seasons there. Can you just take us through, you know, them couple seasons and uh, how much that, like, helped you, you know, maybe uh, further along in your career, just them two years? I honestly never thought about that. I I would just say just the fact that I was able to get out there and go from not playing at all to having one catch, which is all I asked for in my sophomore year, to then becoming the starter the following two, three years, essentially. Um, it was just like a constant progression and putting my head down and grinding, and the results ended up just falling exactly where they were. I don't know. I just I never thought of it like right. that. Good question. For sure. So uh, going on drafted, you know, some guys that hurt some bad, you know, they don't even get a call afterwards. But the 49ers end up giving you a call. Can you talk what, you know, was going through your head at that moment? Honestly, it was, again, just being grateful. And the fact that somebody picked me up when, you know, you're being told you potentially could go drafted and people are starting to place thoughts in your mind and then you start to create this expectation at first it felt like I failed miserably. And then I realized it was just another opportunity. Cause again, like you just said, many people don't get that call. So switching my perspectives very quickly, it was back to being an underdog and I can't wait to prove everyone wrong. Right. So you were there for a couple months, I believe. And then you jumped over, you ended up being uh, in the frozen tundra with green Bay, you know, practicing with guys like Aaron Rodgers. Can you just talk us through maybe even the difference from, the 49ers organization to jump in over to the Packers? One's not better than the other. It's just different. One has more tradition, I will say, but they both are very strong traditions. I mean, the old faithful, you can't really outdo that. However, the Packers being one of the original six teams, I believe, when the NFL came out, uh, obviously there's a lot of tradition there. However, the fan base is both extraordinary in, in both ways, but the system is very different. Cap is a different quarterback compared to Aaron Rodgers. And it's just like they were unique in their own ways and very blessed to be a part of both of them and experience that. Right. Hey, AJ, you there still, man? You you got a couple questions you want to ask? Juice? Yeah, what's going on, man? How are you? Good. Um, so, yeah, talked a little about – you and Trevor just talked a little about the college. Um, I'm sort of like a big film guy. I like to break it down. Um the past week I've been probably looking at your combine film quite a bit. Um, and it looks really like rock solid. So I was wondering what kind of emotions were going through that day. Um, that kind of like helped you go through it. Well, not knowing how difficult the combine would be. It's like they have you try to perform at your absolute best when you get no sleep and the food isn't as great. And it's giving you such adversity that it was actually an exciting challenge when you look at it. It's how well can you perform with a horrible condition? And 
I don't know. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I wasn't upset. I was so excited to be in that, in that place and in that environment and with that amount of pressure and then most of all around that much greatness. Cause you have no idea who else is going to be the next, you know, say Peyton Manning or the next, you know, Megatron or whoever, mm-hmm. you know, you just never know who's going to be there. And you're around such talent that it's cool to just see other human beings perform at such a high level. And again, having the, my best event was the three cone to performing that and actually failing seven times before that final time came out. It was insane. It was insane. And just having to try and try and try and try and just not get it. And then to succeed the way that I did, it was just, it was such a cool moment. That was, I would say that was my favorite moment of the whole thing. Uh, Screaming through the stadium in complete silence on a score that no one expected someone of my stature to obtain. Mm-hmm. And um, even I kind of noticed, I, I think it was um, even the Burt jump or the broad. Uh, I, I saw you get really pumped up after that one, after, after seeing what you uh, seeing what you jumped. Yeah, it's just exciting again to be as large as I am and people kind of telling you that you'll never be as fast and not as explosive as the other receivers and then to hit numbers that are pretty close or comparable to them. Um, it just goes back to being that underdog and proving them wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I'm going to kind of shift it more towards uh, the Browns a little bit. Um, you had the reserve future contract with the Browns. Um, actually, didn't I'm pretty sure you signed it on your birthday, right? That is correct. Yeah, I saw that. Um, can you talk a little bit about like that day and what it meant to you, especially with it being your birthday? <laughs> Well, being out all of 17 because of an ACL tear uh, and my only opportunity happened to be Green Bay and then being told no, that was really hard, putting all your eggs into one basket. And so feeling that the dream might be killed and then the front office moves to Cleveland and then to bring me over there and to have such a, you know, an opportunity to just come out of nowhere. And then it happens to be the day before my birthday for the tryout and then to sign the day of, it's just... Again, there was just serendipity and just trusting in something greater than me and that everything I worked for wasn't dead. And to fly home on a flight that I should not have made, like should not have made. I made that flight by three minutes before that gate closed. (laughs) And we're sitting in the airport, and it was just, again, it was just serendipitous moment after serendipitous moment. And it felt really, really, again, divine by the universe, I will say. So I really don't have much words for it other than that. It's just a lot of feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one of my last questions is, um, especially with how uh, things kind of ended up with them last season um, and then them taking Baker and Tyrod getting, the, I believe it was a concussion and having to sit out quite a bit. Um, what I see with him, I feel like he's kind of taken over the reins. Um, what is, what's important do you think that he has to do to – make sure everyone buys in that he's, he's sort of the guy right now. Honestly, he just needs to keep doing what he's been doing. A concussion is just an injury that he can't force to come back any quicker than he has. And mm-hmm. there was nothing that he did while he was in the lead or, I guess, the QB number one that was wrong um, or that didn't show that leadership. And I believe that's where Baker understood having being underneath Tarad's wing he learned how to do that and continue that on the field and display that. So 
Tarod doesn't need to do any more than what he's already doing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, thank, thank you very much, man. Yes, I got a couple more for you, bro. It. So, so uh, AJ talked about the Browns a little bit. I'm going to jump over to Hard Knocks, really where your story was, you know, came out. And it was episode two, I believe, where they kind of talked about your dad and how he's probably your biggest inspiration in your career. Can you just kind of take us through the story and uh, just what your dad means to you? Shit, where do you start with that? <laughs> um I guess I'll start off with the preface, and the show didn't include this, but my dad and I did talk about it as the interview was going on, is that a lot of families think that because they look at our relationship, it's always fine and dandy. It was perfect. It was just always this way. And that's not what's true at all. It only ended up that way because it was such a raw and difficult time. And instead of arguing and not evolving and growing as as our individual people, if we never did that – then we would stay the same way in an argument or never see eye to eye and never nurture a relationship. And as all things do take, struggle creates growth. And my father and I had such a great relationship, but right before that interview, actually, we didn't talk for a year and a half. And he had to work on himself and I had to work on myself. And it was due to separation that we were able to come back uh, and come full circle and continue kind of where we left off, but as new people. And I encourage people that, I've gotten a lot of messages from that time when that episode came out. Hey, love the relationship you had. It inspired me to rekindle a relationship with my parent or my mom or dad or someone that I haven't spoken to in five, seven, ten years that I've seen, or people with health conditions as well. And that's the thing. And I want them to know that it's perfectly fine that your relationship may not be great right now. It's You need to continue to focus on yourself and send them love the other half and know that they need to continue working on themselves as well. And that things will come back if they're meant to come back, but it's all about work and effort and desire to change and grow. And that's how me and my dad uh, came back with such strength at this point. Um, It's because there was separation. So when it came to football, I did everything for him. It was all about just making him proud. And I always felt like, honestly, never being enough, always trying to like the things that he likes, doing the things that he likes just to make him proud. And sacrificed so much of my life for him because that's all I cared about that I lost sense of self. And I knew that he loved me. Like, he obviously loves me tremendously. And I love him a bunch. But learning to figure out who I was and allowing him to figure out who he was allowed us to become our own people, which then led to, again, this amazing relationship that we currently have to today. So honestly, that's how it really unfolded and continues to grow because we have to grow for ourselves. That was some good stuff, man. Um, Mm -hmm. So let's kind of, let's move over here. It's more in the preseason. I think it was a week four. you guys played Detroit. I I watched that game, big Lions fan. Um, but earlier in the preseason, I believe you caught a pass. It was like a 30-yard pass or something. And the entire crowd is chatting your name. What's going through your mind at that point? You know, And then in the video I watched on YouTube, that your dad was at that game. Can you kind of take us through what that moment meant for you? Um, you said that was the Lions game? No, I think it was uh, earlier in the preseason. I can't remember what week it was. But uh, I remember the crowd was chatting your name, and then uh, they ended up showing another view, and your dad was there too. I'm 
pretty. I think that was the Bills game. Where is our home game? However, I just I'm like, what the line game? Sorry, it was the Bills game in week two. Yeah, it was towards I think it was the third quarter or fourth quarter. I'm not sure. And it was such a surreal moment catching that catching that ball and then running up the field and then making such a play and then to hear Juice being yelled, thinking it. You know, I'm like, I'm not Jarvis and Jarvis isn't out here because everyone yells him. <laughs> It was just, it was such a cool and inspiring moment knowing I had such a support system behind me from a group of people that I've never met. Probably a lot of them I won't meet, one. But two, just showing how much support I have, I really just, there really are words for it. It was so cool and inspiring. And I, I, was, I felt like I was in the greatest city in the world. It really, I, I commend these people so much and love their support and how they're just, their undying faith is. It's so amazing. So it was a very surreal moment. Right. So it ended up coming down uh, week four. It was I think it was the game against the Lions. After that, uh, the team announced that you were going to no longer be with them. Um, can you kind of take us through what was going through your head at that moment? You know, uh, obviously, we know we're going to talk about your surgery coming up here, which is actually tomorrow. Um, but can you talk us through uh, going into Cleveland and getting told, you know, you're not going to be making this roster, but just keep working, you know, you're going to be on our radar. Honestly, it didn't, it didn't upset me at all. Yeah, you'd be a little bit disappointed, I guess, because you didn't make it. However, I, immediately I knew because something else greater was coming. And that's kind of been my evolved, I'd say, mindset. Before, if you asked me that two years ago, I'd be absolutely destroyed. Um, but now it's, again, like I'm such a big advocate of everything happens for a reason. And that one closed because apparently I wasn't meant to be here. I wasn't meant to do more than what I did and make the impact that I have. And so I'm excited to see what's next, what's in store, and just moving forward from there. Right. So what surgery do you have tomorrow? I have a shoulder surgery. After that first preseason game, um, as you you see on my shoulder, it drops. I partially tore a labrum, and there's some rotator tufts cuff scuffing potentially I don't know and a partial like bicep tendon tear but all very minor things but enough to where I can't perform at the maximum capacity that I should be able to perform in the NFL so we're going to you. right have you been in contact with any teams uh since the Browns released you it was the Raiders and the Redskins awesome so season and uh, to get another opportunity because it was awesome watching you ball out on hard knocks. Um, one more question. It's about the crystals. Um, obviously, if you watch hard knocks, you notice the crystals, that you're a big crystal guy and uh, that it helps healing. Can you just kind of talk us through how that's helped you throughout your career and maybe just relaxing off the field? Yes. Uh, very simple. Crystals are tools that help you that help you want to achieve whatever your intention or desire is. And there are crystals for people that have anxiety or depression, or maybe they want to focus or concentrate, or maybe they just want more energy or again, helping to sleep. For me, it was sleep and relaxing, to be honest. Um, Memory was a big thing as well. There is a crystal for every single thing. So knowing that just creating grids or any chance that I got to come home because we were in a hotel for the most part, it really helped center myself and balance myself and in the end amplify myself. So when I didn't get to be around them very often or I didn't center myself very often, it was my own fault and aspect, but I really truly believe 
that crystals are an amplifier to you and they're tools that if you use them and allow them to do what their purpose is, you can become a greater self. Right. Oh, so what's what's your uh, company and where you know where can our fans purchase these if they uh you know if they go watch these videos of you because that's what kind of got me interested was seeing the videos and uh, realizing about how much this actually can help heal you. What what would you recommend people buy? So I first thing I would say go to a local metaphysical store. When you Google them, listen to your intuition on like, hey, this is a good vibe. I should go to this one versus hey, I don't really like the vibe here. I don't want to go to that one. And then if all else fails, I really, really, really enjoy Energy Muse, and that's m u s e dot com at the end. They, I mean, their crystals are real quality. And yes, they may be a little pricey, but that's I'd rather go for quality and a product that people really could feel. Like when I ordered their stuff and they actually, excuse me, when they sent me some things that I wore and I still wear them every day now, I mean, they really, that is that is a company I truly stand by. And I, I haven't said that about any other company. And I've been to a couple of stores that I really, really stand by them. And if you really want something that's raw quality and their intention is pure love for the person, energymuse.com, man. I really, I can't emphasize that enough. Sweet, man. So uh, one more thing, where can everybody find you at on social media, man? And I truly appreciate you hopping on and great luck tomorrow in your surgery. Uh, So social media plug, where can people find you? I use Instagram the most and it's just Devin Kajuice number 86. I couldn't change the end number at all. So it's just, again, my full name with the number 86 at the end. That's Instagram. Twitter is just my full name, and Facebook is also just my full name. All right, bro. I appreciate you hopping on here a lot and definitely look forward to having you on here again. All right. Thank you guys again, and have a good night. Thank you. You too, man. All right, guys. Devin Kajus, awesome guy. Like you said, go get these crystals, man. They They helped him a lot. I appreciate him jumping on here. Go give him a follow on social media at Devin Kajus on Twitter and Devin Kajus on Instagram. Just search his name. He'll pop up. Uh, Devin Kajus 83 on Instagram. So, AJ, you want to talk a little bit about some NFL? You know, we had our beloved Lions play the Packers this week, and, you know, what's normally a game where we sit there and shake our heads, but this was the complete opposite, and we had – you know, Mason Crosby missing field goal after field goal, extra point after extra point. What was, you know, what was it that, uh, what was in the air in Detroit? Yes, I, it's it's wild. It's not like they're playing outdoors with tremendous wind. You're playing indoors. You're on turf. So there's nothing wrong with grass. Um, And it's, I just feel like it's been the year of the kickers so far. It's, it's, this is wild. Um, what kind of got me, especially I saw, was uh, the missed PAT. Um, I know they moved it back, so it's a little further, so maybe there's a little more pressure. But um, when I saw that, I kind of felt like, all right, as, as long as the Lions keep pushing it down their throat, um, they, they, they'd be in good position, and they actually were – um, I thought they kind of straight away um, in the fourth quarter a little bit. I thought they they did more passing than I thought what they should have. I thought uh, if you want to run the clock out, run the first two. Um, it may be the other criticism for the Lions. And, I, and I'm not trying to take this win away from them because this is well-deserved. 
Um, a win's a win no matter what. Is when you you know when you look at the schedule, it's W. Um, but I felt like on Johnson before uh, a little bit of the injury. Um, I feel like he should be the predominant no matter what number one. Like you know on first and ten, uh, I think he's the guy that they need to always get those touches. Fully agree with you. I think uh, you know Blunt's obviously a good guy to have in there. Like people were complaining that Blunt was getting those two touchdowns, but. You know, that's where we do need him is when it's first and goal at the two. You know, we can just get one. It's in there no matter what because it's Leclerc Blunt. Uh, but I'd love to see mm-hmm. carry on in there more, especially, you know, like you said, first, second down. Even third down, we have Theo coming out catching balls. Why why can't uh, carry on Johnson ever come out on third down? Um, but if you ask me right now if we were going to have two wins this year, I wouldn't have said that they were against Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers and Tom Brady and the Patriots. Exactly. Yeah, thirty-one twenty-three was the final of that one. Um, one more thing I wanted to point out: Lions' defense that first half looked great. Um, I don't know, something something's in the air in Detroit. These people are these players are starting to buy Patricia, and you should too. Go buy your in Patricia We Trust T-shirt, twenty-four ninety-nine, free shipping using code. Football Sunday, we have to send them to a couple more Lions players. Lions players are getting these things more than anybody else. So you guys got to go buy them. Lions fans, go buy them up. Even if you're not, just go buy one for us. And if you want to give us a call, you can. You can give us a call at 563-999-3674. We get a couple calls in here. We're going to be on here for a little bit longer. Um, But what else? Well, one other thing I want to talk about in the NFL, Jay Ajayi for the Eagles, out for the season with a torn ACL, obviously a huge blow for them. Um, but that's about all I got, AJ. What, what else do you want to talk about, bro? Yeah, no, I'll, I'll touch up on the Eagles real quick, especially coming off the, the Super Bowl uh, season that they had. Um, there's always going to be that, that hangover, and I felt like it's, it's lasted a whole lot longer than what I thought people were going to expect it was, especially with uh, Jay out now. And I feel like there's, they had an identity coming in, and they're they're a great football team. Um, I just feel like they're starting to lose a little bit of that identity. Uh, but I feel like if Carson Wentz is a QB, uh, he he finds ways to stay in games, so I'm not worried too much about that. Um, and, I, and I've seen their uh, their other running back, and he he looks pretty solid uh, as a two back, so I'm not too worried about uh, Eagles right now. Uh, as well, the one big game I want to touch with you is tonight's game, Redskins at Saints. Like, I'll admit, beginning of the season when, uh, well, I think it was Washington's draft pick. I think he, what, tore something? Is that right, Trev? What was that? I'm sorry. I'm, trying to, I have to, I'm sending over an email quick to Devin uh, with the link so he can tweet that out. I didn't even hear what you were asking. <laughs> Uh, Washington Redskins, didn't their draft, their, you know, their first draft pick, uh, this year, didn't he, like, tear an ACL or something like that? Um, the Redskins, I can't even... Because, I, well, the main point is, they have Adrian Peterson as their main running back, or at least one of them. Right, yeah, and, okay, yeah, um, Gary, wasn't it Geis? I, yeah, and they had to sign Peterson, and I would completely 
completely wrote the Redskins off as soon as they had to sign him. I thought, yo, Peterson's way too old to still be playing. Uh, I mean, yeah, he's a power back, but I didn't think he would be this good. I got to give the man some credit. Like, he, he's doing work he's for the beast. Redskins. And, yeah, I did not think that he was going to be having the season that he's having right now. Let's see if he can stay healthy for a little bit, though. Let's see if it, you know, I, AP, he's going to, what's he going to end up playing like seven games this year and end up getting hurt? Hope not because he is tearing it up right now. But, you know, if you, if history repeats itself. Mm-hmm. And especially going up against uh, the other rookie running back. Um, I always butcher his name. I have him on fantasy, man. Camera or camera. I don't know. But it, it, I, that, that, both this Kamara? comes in and does work, too. Yeah, Kamara. I, Honestly, you tell me that tomorrow, I'll still butcher it. But, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I every time I check my fantasy, man, dude always puts up hella points. Like, it's unreal. So I feel like this is going to be a good Monday night matchup. I think it's going to be a really, really high-scoring matchup. And if you want to play tonight's games on FanDuel, head over to ProSportsExtra.com forward slash FanDuel. Enter in $5. They'll give you $20 free for just playing. All you got to do is confirm your email address. Um, thank you, FanDuel, for sponsoring us now. Woo, awesome. We got a couple more sponsors coming out. Also, we have a phone app that's going to be dropping here within the next month. Um, the website was down earlier this morning. Our traffic's been crazy. This has been the biggest month through how many days is it? What's the day today? The 8th? The biggest month through mm-hmm. 8 days ever. Ever, even in back in 2012 when we were partnered up with Fox Sports, Yard Barker, NHL.com, a bunch of websites, this month has been just so huge. We've landed some awesome partnerships with companies on Facebook, NBA updates. Go give them a like. Uh, they have like 1.2 million likes. Uh, the real football talk, the real basketball talk. We have some more podcasts dropping. Uh, we're going to have a Friday podcast coming. And then we're going to also be adding on a Sunday podcast, which is sponsored by The Real Football Talk on Facebook. Uh, I think that has somewhere like 170,000 likes. So go go jump that number up a little bit. Um, and obviously go follow us on social media. But, AJ, let's jump over. I know you want to talk a little bit about the MLB tonight and uh, what's going on in uh, the playoffs. So what do you got for us? Yeah, and even the, the game today um... – what it's top of the seven right now. Dodgers up three two against the Braves, and the Dodgers are up two to one. Uh, so it's an elimination game for the Braves. Um, honestly, I I just find a, like the Dodgers always find a way to push through. Um, sometimes like even this year they had the skit of what I think they lost like twelve games, uh, twelve games or fifteen games straight. Um, but these guys just find a way to battle back every postseason. Um, it's just like the pitching immediately turns on. Um, another big game tonight as well. Uh, series tied one to one. Red Sox Yankees. Yeah, I feel like this is huge. Like they battled back and forth uh, all season long, um, and even just seeing some of the swagger that Yankees are coming in with. Um, Aaron Judge today strolled by the uh, Red Sox uh, locker room playing New York, New York. Um, so I feel like he's he's lighting the fire, uh, and I just I hope he comes ready to hit some dingers. Yeah, I think it'll be a good one. Uh, hopefully, we don't see any uh, people getting beer thrown at them when they're like dressing up like ninja or whatever that guy was wearing. 
Um, mm-hmm. uh, that was that was pretty crazy. Did you see that video? No, not yet. Uh, all right. Well, I saw it a couple times last week. Um, there was some guy in the crowd just getting beer dumped on. I'm cheering for the, another team, so hopefully we don't see none of that. That was pretty crazy. Five six three nine 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 three six seven four. Give us a call, guys. One one kind of random weird question. Did you see my tweet last night about if you had if about the five thousand dollars? I did not. I'll I'll check it up right now though. If so you want to keep so going. If, if, well, I'll just ask you if you had if would you pay five thousand dollars if you could close your eyes and like the bottom of your like eyelids are like you can watch TV? Would you pay five thousand dollars? If so, if you're just laying in bed, you can close your eyes and the game's on. Mm. Yeah, it might, it might be the most random yeah. thought I've had in my life, but like it ended up getting like a hundred and some votes on Twitter, so I figured I'd just bring it up. Yeah, no, I'm I'm lazy enough to where I, I if I was laying in bed and TV was in the living room, I'd, I I paid the five thousand dollars to watch it right there. So what about if there was like a monthly subscription, like a, like ten dollars a month or even like fifty dollars a month to be able to watch whatever you want? Would you would you pay the extra? So, see, some people are like, well, I don't know about the monthly, the monthly, but I'd pay the 5000 straight up. Yeah, I'm not sure about the monthly. I did, I did a completely different kind of mindset, uh, just like that, why-wise. But, yeah, I, I mean, it, it's, I, I like the concept. I like the idea. Honestly, pro sports, actually, we should look into it. Like, Yeah, I was know. thinking that we should, uh, we should start up a GoFundMe page or one of those pages and see if we can get some people that'll uh, – It'll throw us down the the money beforehand. <laughs> Start investing. I, honestly, that'd be pretty crazy, but I think it would cost way more than five thousand dollars. Oh, oh, for sure. So, I don't know. You got any other topics you want to talk about, bro? Yeah, real quick. We'll also throw in um, that Astros won eleven three today, uh, so they swept the Indians. Um, so you'll see them in the ALCS. Uh, and last thing I kind of want to touch on is a little bit of the NHL. Um, one main point that I, I want to bring up, there was the big thing in the off season and even the regular season with Eric Carlson coming over from Ottawa. Um, my thoughts on it, I and like how his season's going, I know it's going to be a completely adjustment because he's played his, almost his entire career or, or his entire career so far in Ottawa um, and now coming over to the new team. So obviously there's going to be adjustments. Um, I just thought he was the guy right away to be ready in that position. Um, and to me, I feel like he's struggling, but he is probably top five defenseman in the entire league. So I feel like it, if you're looking at Eric Carlson um, as a guy that's, Starting slow, I'd say that's about right, but I'd see him starting to take off here in the next couple uh, couple weeks or so when you when everyone starts getting their feet uh, feet wet in the league. So. so for me to add on to that, I would say nothing because I absolutely know nothing about hockey, as anybody who's ever listened <laughs> to this podcast knows. But uh, yeah, what, what you said was right. That's maybe all, I'll, have to, I maybe I'll have to watch some games this year so we can actually have a couple topics about NHL one of these days. Yes. Yes. I like it. But, yeah, that's that's all I got a little bit uh, to cover. Uh, I mean, go Bucks, go. Ohio State, they've been killing it. So, uh, knock them out. Get oh, out of here. Big happened in my life, and 
not sure how to take it. Uh, I finally received my first L in uh, fantasy football. Um, I'm pissed. I had Crowell, and I put him on the bench because I didn't think he was going to oh, uh, Who'd you start? He had he had 29 and a half points in our league, um, and I, I was pissed. Man, who'd you start instead? But I got uh, <laughs> as the two back, uh, Marshawn Lynch. That got me. I'm pretty sure three points. Damn. Oh, you, yeah, you yeah. took the L on that one. Yeah. It, why'd it, you, I'm why'd you to throw him? It. You didn't think Crowell would get more points than Lynch? What's Lynch going to get you? No. Like, uh, like, make touchdowns? It's, it's beast mode, man. It's beast mode. It's beast I, mode, I, I but he's like tearing up everyone. Beast mode? Bro, I never count him out. I don't count him out. I don't know. There's count something in, there's something in Are you going to start him next week? Oh, God, no. Well, yeah. Well, the exactly. thing was, I, I what do you saw, mean, I, he needs well, some more I, I the game. Nah, I, I I saw the the Kansas City game against Denver, and Denver kind of played a good uh, rush D. So I figured, uh, you know what? I I don't know, man. I don't know. Have you started I've him every week so far? I have. I don't think I. I don't think you I've started him every week. Oh, I can't believe you you haven't lost yet till this week. He I did know. Have a, it's, I think it's a mystery. He did, have, he did have a couple of good games this year, though. He had, I think, first, what did they play? Cleveland a couple of weeks ago, he tore it up. Yeah. I think he had, like, I don't think he had any touchdowns. Yeah, I'm looking it up now. 130 yards. I'm sure we have so many Cleveland fans actually listening to this, so they're going to hate that we're even bringing this up. But he had 130 <laughs> yards against him, 6.5 yards per carry. So, yeah, I guess, I guess that week it, it wasn't too bad, but. Yeah, this week he ended up with what, like thirty yards or something. Yeah, uh, let me, let me, I have it right up here. Nine rush attempts for thirty-one yards. And correction, my retraction from earlier. He had he has not three points. It was five point one zero. So. Oh well, that that's a little bit so, better. There you go. Yeah, yeah, Who's a little bit better than two. Philip Rivers. I he I I I think. Mm, he's had like a steady career, and I just thought like this year he'd blow up. I mean, he he consistently puts up twenty five plus no matter what. So, right. Well, shit. Well, I guess we can wrap it up there. Um, today is Monday. Obviously, we normally don't do Monday podcasts. We normally do them on Tuesday. So we're not gonna do one on Tuesday. And then on Thursdays, we're gonna be starting a new podcast pretty soon. So, uh. We're get, we might actually be starting it this Thursday. We have so much going on right now that I don't even know what names these podcasts are, who the hosts are. We have four people that are coming over from Barstool Sports Viceroy program, uh, which I haven't really talked about much, but they're coming over here. They're going to be blowing us up. So um, if you want to, this growth is going to be huge, guys. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe on Apple. Subscribe on iTunes. If you want to be a beta tester with this app coming out, all you got to do is tweet me. Um, just send me a DM, and we'll get you the link over, and you can try and download it. doesn't work always. I believe it works on all Android phones. It actually might be in the Apple Store, on, or not the Apple Store, but the, the Play Store on Android. I don't even know. Um, I know iTunes it's not yet, but there's a special way you can download it. So just DM me, or I'll search if you're on Android, search it in your podcast or in your uh your store to search Pro Sports Extra. You'll have the section where you can read blogs, which 
you know, it, it works now and then right now it's, it's going to be released next month when it's completely done, but the podcast section it works. You can listen to all of our podcasts on there. You'll be able to click right there to go to social media. We're going to have a section on there where you can click and you can see all of our bloggers and all the members and you can go click on their name. You can go check out all their blogs. You can go follow them on social media. This thing's going to be big guys. Follow us. Prosportexture.com. AJ, I'll talk to you later, man. All right, sounds good. See you, boys. Peace.